Thanks for listening to Porchlight Music Theater's WPMT. If you love classic musicals, why not check out Porchlight's Sondheim at 90 Roundtable, our discussion series focusing on the complete works of Stephen Sondheim, with me, Porchlight Artistic Director Michael Weber. I've had a great time discussing all of the musicals of Sondheim's incredible career with stars from Chicago theater, Broadway, and beyond weekly throughout Sondheim's 90th birthday year. Listen today to Sondheim at 90 Roundtable for a behind-the-scenes deep dive into the mind, the music, and the writing methods of one of music theater's greatest composers. Available right here on your favorite podcast platform. Search for Sondheim at 90 Roundtable or visit porchlightmusictheater.org for more information. I'm Michael Weber, Artistic Director of Chicago's Porchlight Music Theater. Opening at the Alvin Theater, November 23, 1938, The Boys from Syracuse, with music by Richard Rogers, lyrics by Lawrence Hart, and a book by George Abbott, was the first Broadway musical based on a play by William Shakespeare, in this case, The Comedy of Errors. Originally starring Eddie Albert, Muriel Angelus, Jimmy Savo, Burl Ives, and Lorenz Hart's brother Teddy, among others, the production perfectly captured the popular sound of swing music so prevalent in the late 1930s, and it became one of Rogers and Hart's most revived musicals. Two years after opening, the show was adapted for the screen and released by Universal Studios, starring Alan Jones, Martha Ray, and popular comedian of the day Joe Penner in his final film, and it featured two new Rogers and Hart songs written especially for the movie and added to an unfortunately truncated score, which was so often the case in film adaptations of stage musicals. Fortunately, this radio adaptation retained many of the show's biggest hits, including Falling in Love with Love, Sing for Your Supper, This Can't Be Love, and more. Here from the June 18, 1951 episode of The Railroad Hour are Evelyn Case as Luciana, Katie Lee as Adriana, and Gordon McRae as Antiphilus of Syracuse in The Boys from Syracuse. And here comes our star-studded show train. Tonight, the Association of American Railroads presents the musical play Boys from Syracuse by Richard Rogers and Lawrence Hart, starring Gordon McRae and his guest, Evelyn Case. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Yes, tonight another great musical success is brought to you by the American Railroads. The same railroads that bring you most of the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and all the other things you use in your daily life. And now, here is our star, Gordon McRae. Miller, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Well, sir, what would you do if a beautiful girl, one you never saw before in your life, 
came up to you in a strange town and insisted you were her brother-in-law. And that's the problem that Evelyn Case and I are going to try to unravel in The Boys from Syracuse. And incidentally, that's Syracuse in ancient Greece and not my hometown up in good old New York State. My name is Antipholus. I was separated from my family when I was scarcely more than a baby and grew up without ever having known them. When I had attained some measure of success in life, I searched all Greece for a trace of them, but in vain. Now, on my way home to Syracuse, I stopped for refreshment in the town of Ephesus. And as I left the tavern... Dromeo! Dromeo, wait! I'm afraid you've uh, made a mistake. My name isn't... Now, Dromeo, I haven't any time for your pranks. Adriana is waiting for you, and she's practically beside herself. Adriana? Your wife, dear, remember? Well, no, as a matter of fact, I don't. Dromeo, you mustn't go home in a mood like that. My sister will never forgive you. After all, you've been gone for months. I have? Dromeo, what's wrong with you? I don't know. Maybe it's you. Do you often have this effect on people you just meet? You haven't just met me. That's funny. I feel as though I have. I was on my way to Syracuse, but uh, if you're free for the evening... Free for the evening? <gasps> Dromeo, what's wrong with you? You're my sister's husband. <laughs> I'd rather be yours. I'd make you a very poor wife, Dromeo. I don't believe in love. Well, why on earth not? Perhaps because I've seen too many marriages like yours. I've learned a lot about love from you and Adriana, Dromeo. I think very little of it. Falling in love with love is falling for me. Oh. 
unwise with eyes unable to see. I fell in love with love with love everlasting. Love, 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 love. Now come, Dromeo. You've had your little flirtation. Adriana is waiting. My name is not Dromeo. Why won't you believe me? Because I know you are Dromeo. All right. Take me to your sister and you'll see that I'm not Dromeo. My husband. Oh, Dromeo, at last. You've returned to me. Thank you, Luciana, for bringing him to me. Somebody's crazy. Maybe it's me. <laughs> I've been so lonely all these weary months. Did you bring me the gold chain you promised me? Gold chain? Oh, Dromeo, you promised. I did? Well, if I promised, I'll have to get one. I have a gift for you. I'll get it. It'll only take a moment. Well, Dromeo? I don't understand any of this. My name isn't Dromeo. I never saw that woman before in my whole life, and the only reason I haven't left already is because... Well, because I do care whether I see you again. Don't talk like that, Dromeo. I can't listen. I mustn't listen. What did she call you? Luciana? You know that's my name. I don't know anything about you. Yet I know everything. The way you suddenly do know everything about someone you've been waiting to meet... You know, if I was married to you, I, I know just how it would be, Luciana. The shortest day of the year has the longest night of the year. The longest night is the shortest night with you. The smallest smile on your face is the greatest kind of embrace. And a single kiss is a thousand dreams come true. Your softest sigh, that is my strongest What can time do? The shortest day of the year has the longest night of the year. And the longest night is the shortest night with you.
shortest day of the year As the longest night of the year And the longest night is the shortest night my sister's husband. I've told you I'm not. You almost seem to be someone else. And yet, I know better. I must go. I'll never let you go. Luciana, listen to me. I am not Dromeo. My name is Antipholus. I never was in this town before. I'm just one of the boys from Syracuse. Dromeo, do you think I'm mad enough to believe such a tale? Well, one of us is mad. I know that. That doesn't matter. I'm in love with you. Do you understand that? I've never been in love in my life before. I was beginning to think I never would be. And then you came up calling me Dromeo. And that silly little way of yours. Well, I, I was gone. How can we be in love under the circumstances? We're not in love. How do you know? I know how I feel. Well, how do you feel? I feel fine. Well, so do I. All right, we both feel fine, so... We're not in love. This can't be love because I feel so well. No soft, no sorrows, no sighs. This can't be love. I get no dizzy spell. My head is not in the sky. My heart does not stand still, just hear it beat, this is too sweet to be love, this can't be love, because I feel so well, but still I love to look in your eyes. Just hear it beat, this is too sweet to be love. It can be love because I feel so well, but still I Luciana. I am not Dromeo, and I am kissing Luciana. Oh, Luciana, how can you do a thing like this to your own sister? I don't know, Adriana. I think I must be touched with madness today. 
He said he was not Romeo. And for a few moments, I'm afraid I... I almost believed him. I'm sorry, Adriana. Luciana, wait, don't go. I never want to see you again, Romeo. Is that clear? I never want to see you again. And I never want to see you again either. Romeo, never, never, never. I fell in love with love one night when the moon was full. I was unwise with eyes unable to see. the second act of The Boys from Syracuse, bring Gordon McRae and his guest star, Evelyn Case. I walked out of Adriana's house feeling very mixed up. I also felt like a heel, which was a little unfair, considering the fact that I was not Romeo and not her husband. Couldn't understand what was going on. Why wouldn't they believe that I was one of the boys from Syracuse? Well, down the street I saw Luciana, and she was talking to a group of friends, and they were certainly raking the male sex over the coals. someplace where we can be alone. I took her hand and I made her come with me. We found a quiet park and, and there I tried once more to tell her how I felt about her. Flat old world. 
cast your shadow on the sea, on the sea and me. Not a shadow dancing in the sun that when day is on, since you have made this tender shade for my heart, my heart's no longer free. When you cast your shadow on the sea, you'll be with me. Oh, when you cast your shadow on the Sienna, don't say that. But I am. I can take care of myself. I'll follow you. I couldn't live without you. Don't you dare. And don't think I can't live without you. I'll laugh. I'll be gay. I'll play with every man I see. I know how to live. Sing for your supper and you'll get breakfast. Songbirds always eat. If their song is sweet to your luncheon and you'll get dinner, dine with wine of choice, if romance is in your voice. I heard from a wise canary, trilling makes a fellow willing, so little swallow, swallow, no. Songbirds aren't dumb. They don't. 
But you're not like that, Luciana. You belong in my arms. Oh, Dromeo, I, I know it. Oh, my darling. Luciana, Luciana, I've been hunting everywhere for you. Now, Adriana, please don't misunderstand. I just happened to be to meet Dromeo in the park but, but and... But this isn't Dromeo. See? This isn't Dromeo. No, That's what I said. Right. I told you that a long time ago. I'm not Dromeo. No, it's Dromeo that's home because he brought me to gold chain. Dromeo's home? He certainly is. And this terrible man who's been annoying us. He must be Dromeo's twin brother. The one who was lost in Syracuse when he was a baby. Your husband is my brother? I'm afraid so. And I must say he's far nicer. Come along, Luciana. I'll rescue you from this upstart. Adriana, if you don't mind, I don't think I want to be rescued. No. Well, suit yourself. I'm going back to Dromeo. See? <laughs> See, Luciana, I'm not Dromeo. He's the brother I've been searching for. But now I'm... I'm really in no hurry. I'm in no hurry either. By the way, what did you say your name was? Antipolis from Syracuse. I'm very happy to meet you, Antipolis. Very happy to meet you. This can't be love because I feel so well. No sobs, no sorrows, no sighs. This can be love. I get no dizzy spell. My head is not in the sky. My heart does not stand still. Just hear it be. ladies and gentlemen. Evelyn Case will be back in just a moment. And our thanks to Katie Lee, who was Adriana, and our entire company. The musical play, Boys from Syracuse, by Richard Rogers and Lawrence Hart, was adapted for the Railroad Hour by Gene Holloway. The Railroad Hour is brought to you each week, at this time, by the American Railroads. Right now, with summer just beginning, may seem like an odd time to be talking about next winter's fuel. But that's just what high government officials are talking about in urging a nationwide program of summer fuel buying. The Secretary of the Interior urges, in the public interest, that all consumers of oil, liquefied petroleum gas, and coal build their own fuel stockpiles during the summer months. And the Defense Transport Administrator says that the wise consumer will lay in maximum fuel supplies during the off-season in the fuel trades. The railroads, who are called upon to transport so much of the fuel you burn, join these government agencies in urging that you ensure your fuel needs for next winter by putting in as much of a supply as possible now. Here again is lovely Evelyn Case.
Evelyn, I'm certainly mighty glad that my twin brother came home because you're the one I wanted to sing duets with all along. I wonder where your brother was. Do you suppose he might have been having a date with you next week's show? Well, it's possible. Because next Monday we're presenting The Mary Widow with Nadine Connor as our guest star and Jack Kirkwood as an extra added attraction in the role of Papa. Well, then I've got a date. A date to listen. Good night, Gordon. Good night, Evelyn. And thanks for a wonderful performance tonight. All aboard! Well, it looks as though we're ready to pull out. And so until next week, this is Gordon McRae saying goodbye. appeared through the courtesy of Warner Brothers. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. This is Marvin Miller saying goodbye until next week for the American Railroad. Evelyn Case, who played Luciana, began singing in San Antonio before pursuing a career in New York City. She appeared in a few film shorts, notably as the lead in a Roy Mack short, Projection Room, in 1939, which was the first film appearance for a teenaged Gower champion who would go on to become one of Broadway's greatest director-choreographers. During World War II, she toured the British Isles for the USO, and she sang the first opera televised by NBC, La Boheme. Katie Lee, who played Adriana, became a successful actor in Hollywood films and on radio, including reoccurring stints on The Great Gildersleeve and The Telephone Hour. She was an accomplished environmental activist, author of five books, and a folk singer, having been mentored by one of America's leading folk singers, Burl Ives, who, himself, appeared in the original Broadway production of The Boys from Syracuse, Small World. So why was this show called The Railroad Hour when this broadcast was 30 minutes? In radio, the term hour was indicative of the time of the beginning of the broadcast, rather than the number of minutes the show was on the air. In fact, during its half hour on the air, The Railroad Hour provided about 25 minutes of entertainment with two and a half minutes dedicated to railroad messaging and the remaining time required for opening and closing announcements and station identification. Theaters across the country need your support now, more than ever. We hope you'll consider a donation to Porchlight Music Theater today. Just go to porchlightmusictheater.org. Until next time on Classic Musicals from the Golden Age of Radio, I'm Michael Weber.